the most exciting, the most compelling, the sport with the most energized fans, by far, football. Some call it soccer, and this show lives and breathes it. Welcome to the Saucy Football Breakdown. We'll dive deep into the world of soccer, bring you bite-sized stories that bring you closer to the strategy, the tactics, and behind-the-scenes narratives that shape the game. Discussions, debates, opinions, scouting, analytics, and a perspective beyond common sense and what meets the eye. Let's do it. Welcome in to the Saucy Football Breakdown. And now your host, Michael Nance. Hey. Hello. Hello, football enthusiasts. Welcome to another episode of the Saucy Football Breakdown Podcast. I am your host, Michael. And today we've got a real hot topic on the agenda. So, you know what? Go ahead and grab your favorite drink, settle in, and let's dive deep into this incredible roller coaster that is the story of Harry Maguire. In recent years, there have been moments that have left even the most cynical football supporter cringing when they watched Harry Maguire, both for Manchester United and the England the England national team. It's almost as if we're witnessing an ordeal that's become increasingly more and more uncomfortable to observe. But what really drove home the surreal scale of the frenzy surrounding Harry Maguire was a moment in the Ghanaian parliament. Yes, you heard me right. Isaac Adongo, a member of parliament, used Maguire as a metaphor for the Ghanaian vice president's management of the economy. Take a listen. If you are a fan of football, and I'm happy to see you the other day jubilating when Ghana won. But there was a player in, in the United Kingdom, in, in England, called Maguire, who was playing for Manchester United. Harry Maguire. He's a defender. He was tackling everybody and throwing his bodies everywhere that he was seen as the best defender in the world. Manchester United went and bought him. He became the biggest threat at the center of Manchester United's defense, tackling Manchester players and giving assists to opponents. <laughs> Mr. Speaker, when even the opponents failed to score, Maguire would score for them. <laughs> Mr. Speaker, you remember in this country we also had an economic Maguire. The same economic Maguire was roaming at Central University delivering lectures on how to restore the value of the city. Mr. Speaker, when we gave this Maguire the opportunity to be at the center of our defense, he became the risk of our own goal. <laughs> Dr. Momia, our economic Maguire, is now tackling all the fundamentals of our economy and destroying all of them. <laughs> so you see, Maguire has become a punchline on a global scale. 
but it doesn't even end there because on Tuesday night in Glasgow, even when England was excelling, Maguire found himself once again at the center of conversation. England's manager, Gareth Southgate, brought Maguire on as a substitute at halftime. And before long, the Scottish support was goading him even before his unfortunate own goal. Now, it's worth noting that Maguire had, has scored his last three goals for Scotland. <laughs> Sevilla, Tottenham, and, you know, like, that also added to the irony of the game. But this isn't a standalone incident. When Maguire entered the field for United as a substitute at Arsenal early, earlier this month, the Arsenal fans cheered him. And during a preseason fixture against Athletic Bilbao, he was even booed by some of his own club supporters. Not to mention, he lost the United captaincy and appeared to drop in the pecking order. Now, Southgate understandably is frustrated with how Maguire is being treated. He called it a quote, joke and expressed his support for the defender, highlighting the incredible resilience Maguire displays every time he steps on the field. So why is Maguire in this situation? Well, to answer the question, it's complex. Yeah. Because he's had the chance to move to West Ham United, where the spotlight might not have been so harsh. But contract negotiations got in the way, and some even questioned his priorities. And let's not forget, Maguire's journey has been anything but ordinary, from reaching the semifinals of a World Cup with England to being the most expensive defender in the world. This man has literally seen it all. But perhaps what sets him apart is his openness on the field, where every bit of anxiety shows. Southgate's defense of Maguire may sway some critics, but it's a polarizing issue to say the least. Many wonder why he isn't even giving opportunities to other center backs when Maguire's club status is uncertain and his form for England has been let's say inconsistent, especially when you got Tamori who isn't even getting call-ups, who's balling and who's winning at club level like none other. And the abuse isn't even limited to the stadium because during the 21-22 Premier League season, a survey by the Alan Turing Institute and Ofcom found that Maguire actually received a staggering 8,954 abusive tweets. And that is second only to Cristiano Ronaldo, who, you know, I would argue has probably received, if not a balanced negative and positive, to a majority positive and 8,954 negative abusive tweets. But anywho, Harry Maguire's mother, Zoe, has publicly defended her son and said the level of criticism of his performance from fans and pundits has been quote unquote disgraceful and I know for a fact my mama would do the same for me but she continued on in an Instagram post she said as a mom 
seeing the levels of negative and abusive comments which my son is receiving from some fans, pundits, and the media is disgraceful and totally unacceptable to any walk of life. Never mind someone who works his socks off for club and country. I was there in the stand as usual. It's not acceptable what's been created over nothing. I understand that in the football world, there are ups, downs, positives, and negatives, but what Harry receives has gone far beyond football. For me, seeing him go through what he's going through is not okay. I would hate to have to see any other parents or players go through this in the future, especially the young boys and girls breaking through the ranks today. Harry has a massive heart, and it's a good job he's mentally strong and can handle it, as others may not be able to. But I wish this sort of abuse on nobody. End quote. Now, McGuire said he can deal with the hostile treatment from opposition supporters and that it makes the pressure take away from his England teammates after the defender was mocked by Scotland fans following his own goal. McGuire described his treatment by Scottish fans as, quote, a little bit of banter, unquote. He also said that it pretty much takes the pressure away from my teammates and puts all the pressure on me. He told reporters after England's 3-1 win that it makes them play better for sure. He also went on to say that we knew coming here, when you hear the national anthem and the way that they disrespect that, we knew it be it would be hostile. And in the second half, I got most of it. And I'm happy to go with that. I don't worry about that. But... In the end, the solution seemed clear and simple, a change of environment. McGuire, however, chose to stay and fight for his place at United, raising questions for both him and Southgate. You see, when you're a high-earning, high-profile athlete like McGuire, opinions about you are all over the place. To England manager Gareth Southgate, he's an automatic pick for a national team, a player who's part of the squad, and that consistently battles deep into tournaments. But to some casual England fans, he's the guy with the big head who comes and become a meme during the 2018 World Cup when he talked to some ladies by the sideline. Now, let's talk Manchester United. In Eric Ten Hag's first season as manager, McGuire was not only his captain, but also found himself fluctuating between being the third, fourth, or even fifth choice center back. It is wild how perspectives can differ, right? I mean, Pep Guardiola wanted McGuire to replace Vincent Company at Man City, but United wanted him so bad that they actually outbid City when he was at Leicester. But that just goes to show you how highly rated McGuire was when he was at Leicester. Now, things take an unexpected twist. McGuire finds himself in a legal tangle in Greece, accused of attempted bribery, bodily harm, and violence against public employees. But he maintains his innocence and keeps appealing the verdict. Now, back at Old Trafford, 
Some fans see him as a good lad who does well sometimes, but has his own limitations. Others, though, well, you know, let's just say they reduce him to a running joke. It's not easy being Harry Maguire these days. Harry, once the captain, is now uncertain about his own future with the club, even though he's still got a couple of years left on that albatross of a contract. Why, you ask? Well, <laughs> Maguire's form took a nosedive last season. And when he had chances due to injuries, he couldn't hold his place. Victor Lindelof and Luke Shaw stepped up in his absence, making it tough for him to actually break back into the squad. But it's not just about Maguire. Manchester United has its own financial struggles and they are still trying to sell players to boost their funds. So it looks like a divorce between Maguire and United is on the horizon just before the Euro 2024 tournament. And let's also not forget the online abuse that the man has endured because Maguire was one of the most abused footballers in social media, second only to Cristiano Ronaldo, as I said earlier. And it's a far cry from the days when he was known as Slabhead during the 2018 World Cup, when he was seen as a down-to-earth emblem of the England team. So again, what happened? Like I said, Maguire arrived at Old Trafford during a period of significant change, with multiple managers and a bunch of off-the-field turmoil. It's been tough for almost everyone at United lately. Plus, the return of Cristiano Ronaldo added even more pressure on Maguire last year. So in the midst of all this, Maguire's personal life took a hit with a high-profile legal case in Greece. His family vacation turned into a nightmare with accusations of bribery and violence. He insists he was trying to protect his sister, but that whole thing is complicated and it's a topic for another episode but in essence Harry Maguire's football journey is a roller coaster of highs and lows and it is far from over so there you have it the incredible and complex history of Harry Maguire a defender who's become a global talking point and you know I just want to say that I think that people need to be very careful. I mean, it's obvious from everything that I've laid out and all the research that I've done that Harry is really headstrong, but bullying is is a very, very, very real thing. And it can affect a person's uh, self-esteem. And it can, it can even um, drastically alter a person's view of self. And I really, really hope that McGuire has the mental fortitude to make it out of all of this online bullying and he can find comfort and solace in his wages because people think this because he's on 200K a week that they can say whatever they want to say about it. But I guarantee you, if you want to see some terrible things, all you need to do is just go to Twitter and type in Harry McGuire or go to Reddit and type in Harry Maguire. There are some ugly, ugly things said about that man. And a lot of it I don't think is fair at all because these people, 
probably couldn't handle the same if it were flipped on them. But anyway, stay tuned for more deep dives into the world of football on Saucy Football Breakdown. You can connect with me on Twitter at Saucy Breakdown. You can connect with me at Instagram and on the Threads app at Saucy Breakdown. You can connect with me on YouTube. This episode will also be live on YouTube and anywhere that you get your favorite podcast, whether that's Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts. You can say, hey, Alexa, play the latest Saucy Football Breakdown episode, and I promise she got you. So thank you again for listening, and I appreciate you all. Have a good one. You've been listening to the Saucy Football Breakdown. Let's face it, soccer is the biggest sport on the planet right now. And it's our passion to bring you closer to the game. Soccer stories, tactics, behind the scenes, analytics, team building, scouting. We've got it all. We hope you've enjoyed the show. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hook up with us on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at Saucy Breakdown. 